Today is Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. This is The Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I am Matt Spaulding, and these are the stories we're following today. Bromley. Post-controversy, this quiet river town is reinventing itself, reported on by Megan Goth. Bromley is a city with a size of 324 acres and a population of 925. The median income is $45,376, while the median home value is $97,838. The mayor is Mike Denon, and the city was incorporated in 1890. If you've never been to Bromley, the first thing you'll notice are the stunning views of the Ohio River. When you do finally pull your eyes to the opposite direction to where the city sits, you see modest homes with well-manicured lawns, neighbors who have settled into conversation in a way only those acquainted for decades seem to do. High school-age boys play basketball in a park surrounded by homes on three sides and Pike Street on the fourth. Beyond that, the river. Mayor Mike Denham decided to run for mayor in 2016. He was on the volunteer fire department and admittedly didn't agree with the then-mayor fire chief's leadership of the city. I saw some things I didn't like, Denham said. I thought if I could help, maybe correct some things I felt were going wrong, then that's the thing to do. That mayor was Donald Lee Job. He was elected in 2014 and was indicted in 2019 for theft of city funds. Between late 2015 and early 2017, Job allegedly siphoned $8,485.88 from the public funds for his personal use, the River City News reported at the time. Over the span of his tenure as mayor, he allegedly made many purchases for which he was reimbursed by the city and made several unauthorized changes to his city credit card. Kenton County Police executed search warrants on the Bromley City Building in Job's personal residence in May-February 2017, and Job subsequently resigned as mayor in August of 2017, River City News reported. He continued to serve as the fire chief for Bromley until he was arrested in October of 2018. The case was set to go to trial, but Job was killed in a motorcycle accident in July of 2021. It's a real touchy subject, Denham said. Denham is still mayor, and Mike Kendall is on the city council. They don't regret asking the hard questions that got Job removed from office. Gail Smith was on city council at the time. She was elected in 1999. Denham and Kendall said Smith is a large part of why they were able to get the answers they were looking for. Smith was pretty key in getting things addressed, too, Kendall said. If it weren't for her and what she knew about what was going on, we wouldn't have been able to find out what we did find out. Bromley's history can be traced to 1784, when Prettyman Mary received a land grant of 2,000 acres from the U.S. government, according to the Encyclopedia of Northern Kentucky. The family constructed a home on the property that they called the Landmark. It is still there on Shelby Street today. In 1848, Charles Collins acquired a portion of the Mary estate, according to the Encyclopedia, and commissioned plans for a small town which he named Bromley after his hometown in England. Since they took over leadership in Bromley, Denham, Kendall, Smith, and many others have been dedicated to breathing life back into their 324-acre city, which now has a population of about 925. They've repaved sidewalks, they've installed new city signs and streetlights. They're currently working on a project to improve the park in the center of the city where the basketball courts are. There will be soccer fields, a pickleball court, a covered picnic area for birthday parties, and real bathrooms, replacing the portalette that's there now. 
The men say they work with homeowners to help pay for things like sidewalks and trees, which the homeowners are responsible for, but which all work together to make the city a good place to live. But improving the city also comes with hard decisions. One of those was dismantling the fire department, which had been in operation since 1900. Kendall and Denham were both members at the time. The hardest thing that me and him did was dismantle the fire department, Denham said. That took a piece of me. It was a tough, tough decision. The Ludlow Fire Department now services Bromley, and Denham said they have been great. The response time is greatly improved. This is a great place to live, Denham said, but the biggest thing this city is losing is families. It used to be where everybody knew everybody else. Smith agreed. She said everyone doesn't know everyone like they used to. It seems most of our younger residents are moving away to the suburbs, which is understandable, Smith said. There's not much as far as business in the community anymore. And that, she said, is why she is running for city council again. It's a small, quiet river city, Smith said. We don't have a lot happening. It's not like it used to be. I'm a lifelong resident. It has changed over the course of the years. It used to be that everyone knew their neighbors. Not so much anymore. Kendall said the concept of the park is to try to turn the city around and bring the family atmosphere back. The goal is to hopefully entice people to want to live here, Kendall said, to try and go back to the old ways of families over here in this little town. Woodlawn, where residents bloom where they're planted, reported on by Megan Goth. In the city of Woodlawn, which has a size of 37 acres and a population of 229, the median income is 63225 while the median home value is 143205 The mayor is Ronald Barth, and it was incorporated in 1922. It takes exactly four minutes to drive all of the streets that make up Woodlawn. If it weren't for the hills, it would probably be closer to three and a half. Verna Pulsefort has lived in Woodlawn all her life. The city, which sits on 37 hilly acres and overlooks Newport's Kroger, has a population of just over 200. It's been 71 years, Pulsefort said. I guess it's like that song, Bloom Where You're Planted. Woodlawn, which is smaller than its nearby Ohio namesake by over 3,000 people, is surrounded by Bellevue, Newport, and Fort Thomas. Woodlawn requested annexation in the 1920s, but both Newport and Bellevue rejected it. There used to be a fire department, but now Woodlawn depends on Newport for police and fire services. It has been a real bonus for us, said Woodlawn Mayor Ronald Barth. They are an awesome police and fire unit. Newport's FOP bought the former fire station on Waterworks Road. The garages are now mostly used for storage, but city meetings are still held on the second floor. Woodlawn isn't currently home to any businesses, but a gas station used to sit at the corner of Waterworks and Wilson Road. There was also the Woodlawn Inn at Waterworks in East Crescent, which former Cincinnati Royals basketball coach Tom Marshall operated in the late 1960s. Woodlawn doesn't have any schools. Students either attend Campbell County Public Schools or St. Francis de Sales in Newport Central Catholic. Woodlawn is just east of I-471 and adjacent to Newport Pavilion, which residents say is one of the great things about living there. When Barth and his wife moved to Woodlawn, the development wasn't there yet. There was still St. Francis Church on the hill, Barth said. I think just about everybody from St. Francis was from Woodlawn. But the progress that has happened in Newport, Barth said, has been a very good thing for Woodlawn. You can walk to everything over there if you want to, Barth said. We see a lot of people walking. And yet, the city still has a woodsy feel. It's one of the few things that drew Barth to Woodlawn in the first place. We love the woods, the trees, he said. When we were looking at the house, we saw a deer in the backyard. Being from the city, we didn't see deer. 
Barth said when he and his wife moved into the neighborhood a little over 25 years ago, there were some water issues, which is how he ended up becoming involved in city leadership. The water can really come down these streets, he said. So he went to a city meeting, and there was an open seat on council. He said someone asked if he would fill it, and he said yes. About a year and a half later, the then mayor moved out of the city, and Barth has been mayor ever since. But his time as mayor is coming to an end this year. I'm going to hang these shoes up and do some other things, he said. I think it's about time I turn it over. We have some great young professionals moving into the area. I think it's time for me to step aside and let the new thinkers come in. He plans to spend time with his daughters, grandkids, and wife in the tiny city he has come to call home. We're such a tucked away city, he said. Our streets don't really go anywhere. We aren't a pass-through city or anything. It's quiet. Just before dark, you don't hear anything anymore. We're close, but yet we still feel like we can sit on the back deck and enjoy the woods in a little peace. The trees and the peace are also something that keeps Pulsefort where she is, she said. She has lived in three homes in Woodlawn. Right as you go up the hill when I was growing up, that was a baseball field, she said. The man that lived in the house that is kind of sunken down, he owned it and he developed that subdivision. That was Carl Huber, who in the 1960s added 21 homes to the neighborhood when he developed the Woodlawn Terrace subdivision. One end of that addition to Woodlawn has beautiful views of Cincinnati. The view on that end is stunning, Pulsefort said. She said there are younger people moving to the area, which she likes. Overall, it's a convenient, quiet place to live, and she has no plans to go anywhere. It's a nice little neighborhood, she said. Melbourne, a little country town where everybody knows everybody, reported on by Kenton Hornbeck. The city of Melbourne, which has a size of 0.83 square miles and a population of 458, the median income is $51,480 and the median home value is $133,264. The mayor is Ronnie Walton and it was incorporated in 1912. Melbourne is an unassuming small town situated along the road known as Mary Ingalls Highway, KY8. Ronnie Walton, an employee of Campbell County Schools, has been Melbourne's mayor for 12 years. He has called Melbourne home for 37 years. The neighbors pretty much look out for everybody, Walton said. I got people who know everyone in the town, you know, it's just a little country town. Melbourne has a population of 458 people and is sandwiched between the Mary Ingalls Highway and the Ohio River, divided by a railroad that separates the main population center from those who reside along the river. The city's defining feature are its local churches. Melbourne United Methodist Church and St. Philip Catholic Church are community pillars, but perhaps the most famous religious building is St. Anne's Convent. The retreat center was featured in the Academy Award-nominated movie Rain Man, starring Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman. It doubled as the fictitious Walbrook Mental Institution in the movie, bringing it local and national attention. Melbourne is a safe city, where residents say they look out for one another. The city has a virtually non-existent crime rate. Small cities within Kentucky are known for their strong ties dating back generations. As the old adage goes, everyone knows everybody in a small town. We don't have hardly any crime rate, Walton said. I mean, you might have somebody that might steal a little bit of gas once in a while, but other than that, we don't have any crime rate down here at all. That's what citizens like about it. You know, like I say, all the neighbors look out for each other. All the older ones are passing away. Now we're getting a younger generation in. Small cities in Kentucky are dealing with demographic changes. As older residences of the city age, the homes in the area go on to the market. 
Melbourne has affordable home prices for younger families searching for cheaper housing away from the hustle and bustle of higher-density areas in the urbanized north of Campbell County. Melbourne provides younger home buyers with a scenic river community that can provide peace of mind while raising a family. The city features two bars, the Melbourne Roadhouse and Pete's Place, locally owned watering holes where community members can congregate to shoot the breeze on the weekends. Motorcyclists touring the Mary Ingalls Highway often stop in for drinks at both establishments as they traverse the Ohio River Road. Many of the patrons are regulars and know each other well. Many of the blue-collar residents of this small Campbell County city work at the Melbourne Volunteer Fire Station, Melbourne Post Office, Quick Food Mart, and Murphy Landscaping. Many Northern Kentucky residents congregate at the locally famous Pendry Park, named for Campbell County pioneer Edward Pendry. The park serves as a spot for youth baseball and soccer games on the weekends. Many high school baseball players grow up playing games on the all-dirt fields maintained by local employees. Pendry Park is the home of Campbell County Knothole, a local baseball league that's produced many great players for Campbell County and Bishop Brossard High Schools. The walking trails around the park provide a getaway space for local professionals to unwind and exercise. City leadership has focused its efforts on improving the infrastructure for upcoming generations. The small city hall behind the Melbourne United Methodist Church is run by enthusiastic longtime residents focused on the preservation of their city. Every street we have in town was able to get some grants for sanitation and all new concrete streets 20 foot wide, Walton said. Something else that's important is that we're a debt-free city. Melbourne is a quintessential Route 8 town, quiet but beloved by its residents. They say that they are content with that, as they have been for generations. And those are the headlines we're following for Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast and all Link NKY podcasts are available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and LinkNKY.com. Please subscribe and tell a friend. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening in Northern Kentucky, please visit LinkNKY.com.